Welcome to Marketing School, the only podcast that provides daily top-level marketing tips and strategies from entrepreneurs that practice what they preach and live what they teach. Let's start leveling up your marketing knowledge with your instructors, Neil Patel and Eric Sue. All right, Marketing School listeners have a special message from our sponsor, DreamHost. If you want to rank higher on Google, you want to make sure your website loads super fast. Check out DreamHost. Not only is their solution super affordable, it'll make your website load faster and they have amazing tools and support for your business to ensure that you grow and succeed. Welcome to another episode of Marketing School. I'm Eric Sue, And I'm Neil Patel. And today we're going to talk about the five SEO strategies that you should stop doing in 2020. So Neil, what is number one? Buying links. I still see people buying links and hitting me up about private blogging networks or link purchases. I get so many emails of those a day. I think it's like 15 to 20. I don't know why or how people are finding my email addresses, but it's just so much spam. And this is like, okay, yeah, in the short run, you may be able to boost your rankings, but in the long run, you're just going to get caught, banned, and it's just not worth it. I used to do black hat SEO techniques when I was a little kid and I got into the space roughly 16 years ago, but I learned the hard way just like you and most people, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I know we're both on the same page in which everyone should just focus on long-term efforts. If it takes longer to get results, it's okay. At least they're, they're more sustainable and the revenue is much more predictable in the long run. All right. Number two is publishing content for the sake of publishing content. So you listen to this podcast, you read marketing blogs, you listen to all these people, you maybe look at Twitter as well, and like, you should be publishing content. Now, here's the thing. If everyone is publishing content and they're publishing just for the sake of publishing content because other people are telling you to do it, guess what? You're not going to stand out. You're not going to rank. The algorithms are getting smarter. They're not getting any dumber. I'll tell you that much. And so you have to think about how you can zig where other people are zagging. So an example of this might be, with this podcast. So a lot of people are doing interview podcasts, long form. So in this case, we don't do any interviews at all. It's two people and it's every single day. And that's how we've kind of differentiated ourselves from a podcasting standpoint. Now, how does that apply to, to blogging? Well, instead of writing, you know, publishing every single day, maybe you can publish one really long form piece of content. And that might do really well because you might spend two weeks, four weeks, maybe even eight weeks on that piece, but you can be damn sure that it's the best piece out there. And that's going to help you stand out. Number three, a lot of people talk about how if you want to rank on page one of Google, you need at least 2,000 words in a blog post. It's not about word count. It's about quality. Eric went into that a little bit earlier with his previous tip, but don't focus on word count. Focus on answering people's questions and giving them solutions to their problems as quick as possible. If, if someone wanted to know how many tablespoons are in a cup or how many ounces are in a cup, right? Do you think they just want the number or do you think they want a 10 paragraph explanation? If someone's Googling how to tie a tie, do you think they want an article that breaks it down in 2000 words? Or do you think they just want some pictures that show how to tie a tie or a video that breaks it down in under 30 seconds? So give people what they're looking for as quick as possible. And in the long run, not only will that help you with your SEO, but it'll also help you when SEO starts having more and more results on these voice-based devices like Alexa. Yeah, and number four yep. is 
stop disrupting the user experience. So what I mean by that is, you know, when you think about your website, it's like, oh, I want to add this pop-up. I want to add this thing. And I want to add this tracking pixel over here. Then I want to add this. I want to, add, and then all of a sudden your website becomes this Frankenstein. And what you don't realize is that not only have you created a terrible user experience, but you've also actually just kind of ties into user experience, but your site speed slows down a drastic amount, right? So you want to make sure that if you're optimizing for user experience, you're also thinking about the site speed and you're factoring that in. Because a lot of people, you know, we talk about a lot of tools on this podcast and some of you might add every single tool that we talk about, but you don't want to be doing that. You only want to add what makes sense for your audience and then ideally try to bring it up in terms of score when you use like Google PageSpeed tool or Pingdom. You want to make sure you have a good score there. And last but least, don't just create product pages. SEOs are like, I want my product page to rank number one on Google. You know, those days are gone. Google wants to rank content and content actually converts better for selling most products than just product pages. A good example of this is Olay. They did a case study with Google. They used to buy ads. I know this podcast episode is about SEO, but the same goes for SEO. They used to buy ads for the keyword dark circles under eyes. And it would go to a page on Olay Eye Concern and Treatment Products for Around the Eye. They decided to change it in which they started sending people to a page now that's what causes under eye circles, easy lifestyle tips from Olay. On that page, they broke down tips, what causes dark circles under eyes, and even they mentioned the product that solves a problem and that people can buy right then and there. That one change increased their click-through rate by 87%, decreased their average cost per click by 30%, and increased conversions by 100%. That's a new way of selling from SEO as well. So think about what content you can create around keywords that people are typing in, and then integrate products and services within the content. It's an easier way to sell. All right, that is it for today. Go to marketingschool.io slash live, that's L-I-V-E, to fill out an application for the special event that Neil and I do. And if it looks like it's a good fit, Neil and I will both reach out to you and we'll see you tomorrow. We appreciate you joining us for this session of Marketing School. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit marketingschool.io for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to more episodes that will help you find true marketing success. That's marketingschool.io. Until next time, class dismissed.